Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Street Fighter, kicking ass daily. I love that game. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't play it a lot, but I always played as Ryu and uh, sometimes Blanca. And I don't know, there's something about just like destroying cars and stuff. And like every time someone says the word Japan, I'm like, Japan! Because <laughs> they, say, they say the different names of the places. United States. I think that's the way they say it. I don't remember. I always just remember Japan. Japan! <laughs> that's a good time. Uh, today on the show, we're talking about abundance. And the concept of abundance in relation to, it's kind of marketing speak, but I think when people start thinking about abundance, they think about like, I'm worthy of a lot of stuff. And I think that is the wrong perspective. And uh, (laughs) abundance meaning like, you know, abundance can be like either tied to entitlement or abundance is about the acknowledgement of the amount of resources we have, that there is enough for everyone. There are enough clients for everyone. There is enough for the community to go around. Like you can build community and connections. You can be a part of the same community of graphic designers or photographers or videographers. And it's not necessarily about fighting over the literally the exact same space and, and, and um, clientele basically, right? That cities are big. States are big. The internet is big (laughs) and there are Japan is big. And there are places that you can go to, continue to expand your search to find new people, to find new clients. And even if you're working with other designers, like if you're a graphic designer or an artist and you're not able to do a commission or a project for a client, and you're able to pass that off to a friend designer that you know, that you like and trust, you can keep the client happy and make sure that their, their work is getting done. But like, if you have to protect your mental health, that is a great way to not have to push yourself to commit to something, to do a project when you are not in the best state to do it, right? So that community over competition mindset allows you to create those boundaries and and give you that space, right? So we talk all about that on this episode, really in relation to um, money and, and the perspective of kind of like, you know, making a million dollars in a few years versus like, Let's just focus on community and competition uh, over competition and building our plans and realizing that like, Hey, most of us are not going to like, there's a reason that the 1% is the 1%. Like there's a 99% chance you're not going to be that. So to like, to emulate that when you can't, when you don't have the tool set, the upbringing or the, the networking, the resources like is just it's not always the the healthiest mindset to be in. Right. So it's kind of, this is kind of a grounding episode. So not to squash your dreams. It's not about that, but it's about making your dreams something that you can actually achieve versus something that you just plucked out of thin air. So we're going to talk about all that today on dopamine. Let's go. Drums, please. <laughs> Hey friends, welcome to the show. Welcome friends, lady dudes, dude ladies, dudes, dude guys, lady bros, all those types of people. Welcome to the show. I appreciate you for being here. Thanks as always for listening to the show. Absolutely appreciate it. Um, 
this is still a lot of fun to do. So thank you for continuing to support this and making me feel like this is worth doing because <laughs> I question it all the time. I'm always asking myself if I want to keep doing this, if it's like worth the time and effort. Cause usually I have to, this kind of a time exchange. It kind of takes me an hour to go through this whole process of recording an episode and um, posting it and, and for Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. And it just takes time. And that time is valuable as I try to build a business. And, um, you know, I'm sure you guys know that too. I mean, there's a reason that people don't do podcasts every single day all the time, right? It's a lot of work, <laughs> you know? Um, I always have a lot of, uh, a lot of gratitude and, and, uh, appreciation and admiration essentially for like the daily show and daily, any kind of shows like news and stuff like that. I used to work in news and that is a grind day in and day out to try to find things to fill the time with and make it interesting. And, um, it's just so much work to do. I think I've been, I mean, I have a running list of stuff. So for me, it's really not that bad in comparison to some other shows that take a lot of time to do research and highly produced stuff. Like I don't edit, as you can tell, there's a lot of ums and ahs and I just go through this. And, um, I, I have a ton of admiration and respect for people who are putting a ton of work into their shows. And that's something I've been considering for this show as well is like, do I want to still do it every day or do we want to move it to once a week to kind of spend a little bit more time to kind of build an episode and put not necessarily more production into it, but uh, just think about the topics a little bit more. I mean, I have a lot of topics that I can totally speak to, so I'm not really worried about filling the time so much as I just want it to be a little bit meatier. So, and, and, you know, a use of a good use of my headspace, right? Cause an hour a day for me is pretty valuable. I don't work a ton of, uh, a ton of hours a day. I work maybe like 10 to four. It's a good six hours, but it's a pretty dense six hours. So, and I, and I kind of work on my phone the rest of the time. Like it's not, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty much on call 24 seven, but, uh, I, I like to get my sleep in. I like to make sure I spend time with Molly. Like those things are important to me. So that's why that hour, that one out of six hours a day where I'm recording these podcasts, especially today, I've had to do two episodes to catch up. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of time to dedicate that I'm, you know, I could be dedicating to marketing or something like that. So it, it's just tricky. Uh, it all leads to me wanting to talk about and, sort of share uh, a mindset shift that I've been having when it comes to the concept of abundance. And that all leads to me feeling like I'm worthy of, you know, uh, of, of getting the amount of money I want within the time frame that I want to get it right. Um, a lot of hustlers, quote unquote, or entrepreneurs kind of sell you on this dream, this notion that in order to be successful, you have to work crazy amount of hours. And I think if you want like a 1% life, then yes, you have to do the 1% things. Like you have to put in that amount of time and that amount of energy and resources and find the right people and have a kick-ass product and, and, um, just be able to be running on all cylinders at all times. But if you're trying to do enough to pay the bills and whatever, like there's so much less that you, like, you don't have to put in those crazy amount of hours. Right. So, really learning this concept of abundance being something that is like, it's more about realizing that there's more than enough for everybody. It's kind of another version of community over competition and realizing that I'm, I'm not at odds with people and I'm 
you know, if anything, I can support other designers. I can support other creators. I can support other podcasts because there's plenty to go around. So understanding that there's this, this, this abundance of, of what we can accomplish within the time frame we want to accomplish it, but also, you know, within like the community we want to, and, you know, we're not trying to tear down other people's buildings, right? We're just trying to build our building up as best as we can. And, uh, that's really what abundance is. I feel like it, it also relates to my realistic perspective. I think what's been really helping me this last year with kind of the struggle of, of working on my own is realizing that I'm, my goal is not a million dollars, not today, not right now. My goal is like getting a client, getting two clients, getting a third client, things like that, right? Keeping it kind of close to the vest and tangible so that I can actually accomplish some things. And uh, I think it's good to have your eyes on a big picture beacon of sorts. But I, I think a lot of these younger kids, especially, and even adults, you know, get into this mindset of like, man, if I only had a million dollars or I'm going to be a millionaire by 25, like doing what, <laughs> you know, like spending money on brunch, <laughs> the brunch is not going to get you a million dollars unless you're the one selling the brunch. You know, it's, it's just not how that goes. Right. And, and I hate to be that person that's just like harping on it, but like, Honestly, like it's a bit of a trade-off, right? And and it's trade-off of expectations because like I can totally feel successful and be a success within the framework of, 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 of a smaller scale of what success even is and happiness and satisfaction within that, but also still be able to go to brunch. Like that could be a part of like what I want my life to be. That could be a part of what I consider to be a success is like the ability to go to brunch, <laughs> right? And it doesn't mean being a millionaire, but if you want to be a millionaire, you might have to sacrifice brunch which I know a lot of, uh, a lot of peeps under 30 will not want to do. Um, and <laughs> it's kind of a millennial thing, I guess. Um, I, I hate using that term, but you know, I like brunch too. So <laughs> I get it. I, I like the niceties of life. You know, I like the idea of the American dream and, and, and all of that. But I think, uh, I think we've been sold it a bit too, um, broadly, you know, and a lot of us have to be kind of brought back down to earth a little bit. And, uh, I'm speaking for myself too. And I've been going through this transition. It's just been taking time to realize that, 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 um, you know, one step at a time, like I can eventually reach this feeling of like actual monetary abundance, like literally having a lot, uh, and, and you know, realizing that there's a lot that I can do with it. But, um, right now that's just not, it's not in the cards, right? It's like one thing to say that the universe owes you money versus, you know, putting in the work to get the money. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a, uh, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry, but it's kind of amazing how we can kind of block ourselves based on our ideology and the things we want that we can kind of just feel like, you know, we want to, you know, because we're putting in something similar to what someone else is doing in terms of the amount of time, or we're putting in like 12 hour days, 14, 16 hour days. They were just like, ah, oh, why am I not a millionaire yet? Well, because a lot of the time, what you see is what you don't see is that people have been spending a long time to build a business. They've been feeding their business, not themselves through brunch, and they have been feeding the their opportunities and their community and creating this sense of growth within people they're surrounded by and networking and building all of this. Like it takes time to do this stuff, you know, unless you're born into a rich family, which not even that guarantees you success you know, a lot of rich people are unhappy. It's, 
a matter of of figuring out really really getting exposed to actuality right and i know i talk about like being grounded in reality and stuff on this show and it's not to ruin anyone's dreams like it's not what it's the point is like i want you to accomplish your dreams but you're going to be able to accomplish those dreams if you can realize what it is that you're actually capable of right now if you have like negative 400 in your bank account then there's not a lot you can do like you can't make the claim that you're going to make a thousand like a, a million dollars in five years if you've got nothing right now that's just like a that's that's false affirmations, right? That's just telling it's the equivalent of 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 those posts that you see out there that just like, you know, uh big girls are better lovers <laughs> or like, you know, like skinny scrawny dudes or have bigger dicks or something. Like I don't know. Like so, you know, all those things out there that like people put out there to make themselves feel better about themselves, like, you know, brunettes are smarter or something that just makes no sense at all. And, you know, we just like put it out there. We're just like, yeah, you know, cause I'm a brunette, I'm smart. And like, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's not, I'm pretty sure science didn't choose that. Um, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like silly. It's ridiculous. And I think, uh, I think that translates to a, like, we have these kind of blinders on quite a bit, you know, we, we, we do that to ourselves. It can be a result of our upbringing, our parents telling us we could do whatever we want, which I think is is great. Again, to encourage kids, I think we are. There's no reason we shouldn't feel that we're special, right? Every single human being is special in their own way, but to to tie that specialness to a monetary number like a million dollars, an unreachable goal, is is gonna make you continue to feel like crap until you reach that goal. And then you reach that goal and you're like, fuck, I just, I just wasted the last 10 years trying to feel good when I could have done other things to try to feel good about where I am now. Right. You can be on your path to success and enjoy that path to success. Right. And typically when you're looking at the scoreboard the entire time, that is when teams end up losing, right? They, they are so focused on the scoreboard and, and where they need to be that they're not just focusing on making contact with the ball. They're not focusing on just getting to first base, right? They're just like, we are five runs behind. We have to get five home runs. And that's, you know, you see every batter going up there, they're swinging for the fences and they just, they whiff or they hit a fly, fly ball, fly ball. And it's caught and that's it. And just out after out, after out, after out, instead of, doing the little things that you have to do day to day in day out to just push the needle forward a little bit, like literally an hour a day. If you're focusing, if you need to do some marketing for like, say you're drawing stuff, just take an hour a day to start drawing some things and then just post it onto Twitter, post it on Instagram, you know, like this notion that the thing that you're going to post today is going to be the thing that breaks you out is absurd. Mixed with the notion that I talked about on previous episodes that like, Fame is different than it used to be, right? Fame is not commanded by a single guy on the top of a tower, right? It is based on what the community and the market wants. So like connecting with people and connecting with other artists and people who support each other and putting stuff out there, like this stuff happens over time. And it's a matter of realizing that like you are at the whim of the market and the amount of work that you're willing to put in. Like that's kind of the 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 mix there 
And I think, again, the challenge is a lot of you are dealing with like mental health issues and um, some sort of mental illness. And that's really the point of all of this is that I'm challenged with my mental illness all of the time, which means sleep is absolutely important to me. Making sure that my body is taken care of is important to me. Um, I'm having trouble with exercising because of my Achilles and uh, the sheer will to do it, (laughs) to be honest. I'm trying to eat a little bit better so I can lose weight to make it a little bit easier to move and do exercise. Um, But right now, the best that I can do is making sure that I'm eating like brown rice instead of white rice. Um, red meat, even though I had some brisket today, which like I felt terrible afterwards. So I'm going to cut that out too. Um, drinking some more water, which I'm going to do right now. Ah, and just doing all sorts of little things every single day to kind of keep you moving. Right. And it's, it's a marathon on a sprint. And when we are thinking about that million dollar total, something about it, makes us eager, right? It makes you eager. It starts you getting moving faster and stumbling over your feet more than you should, right? It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare syndrome almost. Um, you know, you're just, you start going really fast and then you burn yourself out and you're just like, all right, well, I'm just going to hang out here for a while and you haven't finished the race yet. Right. But if you're staying slow and steady and you build momentum and, uh, build connections and start talking to people and putting out posts and, um, you know, doing the podcast episodes and just like doing it, doing your thing within the time frame that you can, meaning if you're dealing with mental illness or any kind of disability or difficulty that you don't have to live or emulate Gary V or emulate or live like Ty Lopez or any of those mentor marketers that people look up to, um, that are way beyond their own individual reach. Like it's not impossible. They did it. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, is your self-worth tied to that, right? That's the thing for me. Is like, if you feel like in order for you to feel better, you have to get a million dollars, there's something else there that you have to work through and talk about. Talk to your therapist. That's not something I can help you with per se. But um, all of this is possible. Your framework of success is totally possible within the framework of your what you can put into it, right? You know, if you have six hours in the day to work because it's quiet or because, you know, you, that's when you focus the best or when your clients are available or whatever the situation is, you know, if you're giving your best within those six hours, that's the best you can do. And as long as you're doing the best you can do, you will continue to be a success in little ways, right? I mean, there's no guarantee no matter what you do, but you'll be able to get more information. You'll be able to tell what's working and what isn't make adjustments day to day and realize, you know, it'll actually help you prioritize much more as well. Prioritize, you know, how you put, how you utilize your energy and what you put into the world and, um, you know, what you want to take out of it. Like all of that is going to come from being able to, to continue to set your boundaries and work within those boundaries, right? Like start from the boundaries and then work out. And whenever it feels uncomfortable, shrink it down again, right? I mean, we have, again, mental health boundaries to protect. I can't be the continuous manic energy of Gary Vee. There's a lot of us that can't. We can't. And I'm not saying we should, well, like, we should feel bad about that. We should not, you know? He, he should feel bad that he has all this energy. <laughs> but it, no, I'm just kidding. But he's, 
he's utilizing what he can to the, his strength. He's doing the best he can. And it just so happens that the best that he can happens to be better than a lot of us because he has more natural energy. He had a good upbringing. He has, he had family that supported him. He's got a good family life. He's got a support system. He is leaning into his strengths, right? But it's going to look different for everyone. So for you to try to emulate Gary Vee is just not going to work for you. Most of the, like for most types of people, right? So you need to find either the mentor that will suit you or find what works within the framework of your life, right? And for me, I've had challenges where like, I didn't have the best upbringing. I didn't have the best opportunities. I sucked at school. Like I did not, I spent much of my life feeling weird or um, unappreciated for the talents that I bring into the world of being like a thinker and pontificator and just sort of working through ideas and concepts. Like the way that I talk on this podcast and sharing like kind of my thought process is not the way I talk in real life. I talk like that with Molly sometimes. And even, you know, even she's just like, okay, this is too much, <laughs> you know, she does the best that she can. And I appreciate that, but this is not something I present to everyone. Right. So it's, it's been a challenge for me to feel comfortable doing that, not only here, but on social marketing and, you know, figuring out my own schedule and the ways that I can do things and how I can still be a success within that framework. If you don't have, if you're an intense introvert and you just don't have the energy or the capacity to be able to go to events and stuff, then find another way, find Facebook groups, find Twitter, like find ways to connect with people that will allow you to still be yourself, but break out of yourself just a little bit but not have to go to a place that is like enabling or enacting someone else's perception of, you know, the way you should be or something. Right. The only way that the only person that can define the way that you should be is you, right. You are determining the way that you live your life. So at the end of the day, what, what I'm trying to say here is like this concept of abundance, which I didn't really talk about a lot on this episode, actually, but the concept of abundance in itself is about community over competition. It is about finding the right people that enables you to continue to be, to, to be, be the best that you can and build your best life, right? A lot of bees, blah, 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 blah. So abundance is realizing that there's enough that regardless of how much energy you put into the world, you got to put something, you got to do something. If you're trying to build a business, you're trying to be a creative person, you're trying to do whatever you got to, you got to list your projects on Breadbubble. You got to list your projects on T public or wherever you got to put it available for someone to see in order for you to sell it. But realize that, that you are not competing against everyone else on Etsy. Like someone who's looking for your work is not necessarily going to pass it off for someone else's work. Right. That's just not how it works these days. There's just so many options, so many opportunities. Building a personal brand is going to be about having people love you and appreciate you. And, um, you know, that's what it's all about. That's why there's so much abundance. You know, we're moving a little bit more, at least in the entrepreneurial space, people are moving more towards the abundance, the uh, community over competition, general mindset, because we realize how good it is and realize the strength of individuality. And that comes with you too. The strength of your individuality leads to the concept of abundance. So abundance is not about feeling like you deserve or are entitled to a Lamborghini, but that the abundance is actually this notion that there is enough for everyone. There is enough resources. There are enough uh, um, customers, enough clients 
to go around for everyone, that everyone's got specific niches. They got things that they're good at that. Um, if you're unavailable for something, you can have another designer friend available to say like, Hey, I can't do this today, but let me pass you off to a friend of mine. Right. And being able to have that because they could do the same thing for you. Right. That's why community is so much more important. You know, when you're working with artists or you are an artist or a graphic designer or someone that is creating stuff for clients, like if you are unable to provide that one day because you're having mental health issues one week and you can't take clients and you can simply just say like, Hey, I, I can't do this this week, but let me pass you off to someone I love and trust. And they are so good at what they do. And you know, it's, it's just, it's community building. Right. And, and it's, it's kind of removing that FOMO, that fear of missing out from the picture essentially. Right. So I hope that all made sense. I, I think it's, I know it's a struggle to feel it's kind of a, I feel like it's a pivot, right? When you start to think about the term abundance about from stuff to community, I think that's really where it lies, right? Community, however it is that you can, you know, whether you're a thinking type or a feeling type that could be emotional or, or sharing information or simply sharing laughs or, or, or just sharing services, knowing what someone else likes, um, you know, a barter system with people, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with a tattoo shop locally. Like they're really great people. And I know they're going to send work my way. If something ever comes up until you build relationships with people, right? It's just, it's, it's just amazing to know. And it's something that we've been working with a tattoo shop on also, like he's amazing. At, he wants to build community around the shop. And a lot of tattoo shops have this sort of, uh, this, this competition mindset, right? That they're all fighting for, the, uh, for, for flesh <laughs> like zombies. And there's just enough to go around. There's 7.7 .7 billion people in the world. Like there's a lot that somebody will find you, right? <laughs> it's not, you're not, you know, tattoos are, are more abundant than ever. And some people are better at certain skills than other people. Some people are great at shading. Some people are better at line work and you can pass it between people. You can recommend someone. Again, if you're not able to do the work yourself, you can pass that on to someone else. And that's like a goodwill. That's a karma exchange. Like that stuff builds over time, right? So get out of this protective mind, money mindset. Uh, it is something that is toxic. It's not helpful to the bottom line and the goal. Like, yeah, man, it would be cool to have a million dollars, but to make that your goal when you have nothing going on right now is just going to hurt your self-esteem. It's going to make you feel bad about setting boundaries. And I think setting boundaries and your health and your livelihood and your existence is more important than getting that Lamborghini that you're probably just going to drive to the grocery store and back. So don't worry about it. So I hope that helped you today talking about this abundance mindset on dopamine. Um, if you like this show, please leave a rating or review. That would be absolutely amazing. I would love to continue to have this show grow and, and share it with you guys. Um, also, the Boss Project Summit is going on right now. So if you go to bit.ly slash cnote door, you can get the door, um, the door pass for the all-access pass, which is now $97. So you can go pick that up. You can also sign up at uh, sign up and not buy the pass and just go for free, but you're going to be watching it live and you won't have access to the previous ones. So if you go buy the, the all access pass, you'll be able to have access to the whole thing. And they're talking about branding, marketing, sustainability, and scalability of business over 40 plus speakers at this thing. It's like 
the full process of building a business. It's absolutely incredible. I can't wait for it. Um, I'm really excited. I'm recording this a week in advance, so I'm really stoked for it. It hasn't started yet, but I'm sure when I start recording those episodes while I'm watching it, I'm going to let you guys know how it's going because I'm, I'm really stoked to be a part of that because my, my keynote was, uh, was yesterday, if you're listening to this on the 7th. So, um, you know, hopefully it went well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it. Uh, subscribe to the show. Leave some love. Uh, leave a voicemail, uh, voice message here on Anchor if you'd like. Uh, if you have any questions, it can be featured on the show on a Q&A episode. That would be dope. And uh, that's it. So go live your dopest life. Have a good time. Take care of each other. Community over competition. Live that abundant life. Do the thing that you do and do it well in the time frame that you have. Don't force yourself to do things that you can't do. That's just ridiculous. You know, you can push a little bit if you want, you know, push a little harder every day. Sure. But, um, you know, it's like, it's like going to the gym, right? If you haven't gone to the gym for a while and then you go and you try to act like you, you know, you're, you're in your twenties when you were, when you're now in your forties, it's just, it's not going to go very well. You know, pace yourself. You'll be fine. So uh, I'll catch you next time on dopamine. Take care of yourselves and each other later. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.